partnership, you, you prove the partnership when one of the partners are in trouble and you help that them through that trouble journey. You help them through the difficulty that they're in. You know, that that is what the partnership culture should be. Not that, hey, I don't care. Here's an invoice you have to pay. Today, I am super excited uh, because we have the amazing Faye Arjumandi joining us uh, from Mimic and many other things. Um, Faye, before we start, let me just set this up as you have a very impressive uh, history to be <laughs> shared. Um, Faye is a serial entrepreneur and renowned leader in tech, having founded L3 Technology, Mobidia, and Mimic. She has filled many executive roles, including CEO of Vodafone Zone, the Global Venture Incubation and Beta Brand, Chairman of Vodafone America's Foundation, Board Member of Vodafone Enterprise US, and CEO of Nant Mobile. I love saying Nant Mobile. Faye has been granted many patents and is the official member of the Forbes Technology Council, just like me. We, we got that in common. That's good. Uh, she has been named the Edge Woman of the Year in 2020 and was named one of the most influential influential, pardon me, women business leaders in Silicon Valley. She has also received the Distinguished Business in Vancouver's 2006 Top 40 Under 40. Faye is the pioneer of the disruptive hybrid edge cloud technology, bridging the gap between the cloud and edge and empowering the vertical industries such as fintech, health tech, edtech, and IoT. Faye, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I have to say, I'm also a Concordia, proud Concordia graduate. I always have to say that about the Gino Cody School of uh, Engineering and Computer Science. I, I'm, I'm really happy that you shared that because uh, Concordia does have an amazing school. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I actually studied a little bit at Laval for my first university. So we have the Quebec thing together. So I, I, I definitely appreciate that. Um, but um, so tell me, you know what, let's just start. Right from the beginning. Tell me about Mimic. Please, the, can you give me, the, set up the, the founding story of Mimic for me, please. All right. So uh, I, as you said, I, I started, uh, I was also the founder of Mobidia, which was in mm -hmm. a mobile, uh, uh, basically, uh, protocol optimization over network. And, uh, around, and they were selling to telcos. And uh, around 2009, as uh, I was, testing uh, the performance improvement over wireless link that our uh, dynamic multimedia protocol was enabling, uh, I realized that while we're improving the network capacity utilization uh, by 30% on the wireless link, but there is a still a huge delay between the core network to the back end of applications over internet, aka the backend that host in cloud. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I noticed that uh, as the traffic pattern is changing, meaning that mobile internet, mobile connects to internet to consume content. Therefore, mobile always goes to its backend application to grab content. But the promise of so-called IoT, the promise of all connected device, the promise that all the full automation, AI, you know, um, and uh, uh, smart mobility, uh, robotic, uh, uh, you know, uh, industry, that will change the traffic pattern, meaning that the devices are no longer just going to consume uh, content, the devices are going to produce information. 
and these automations and these uh, uh, these actually uh, uh, intelligent decision making mm-hmm. requires these applications uh, to process data and to exchange knowledge. Therefore, it's no longer about mobile internet. It's no longer about mobile connecting to internet to consume content. It's about devices generating information and interact with each other. So it's a bottom-up versus Mm -hmm. top-down. And I put the two together. I mean, uh, this is 2009, right? 2009, Mm -hmm. I came out and I said, guess what? Cloud is not going to scale. And obviously, everybody thought I'm crazy except for a few. (laughs) Uh, And that's how uh, the the idea uh, uh, got basically was born. Uh, and obviously the project code name was Disternet, as in decentralized internet. Mm-hmm. But later uh, the name was changed in 2014, thanks to our uh, my business partner, Silva Shalamuti, mm-hmm. that came up with the name of Mimicking the Cloud to the Edge. So it's a great name. It is. Mm-hmm. It is for so many reasons that we can touch on it as we go through this interview. That That is how uh, the idea was born and uh, that is uh, the vision behind the company. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I want to step back a little bit because when I was doing my research, this is where I realized we have so much intertwined history together, which is which which I think is is, is super cool. Um, so Mobidia, the company you founded in, you said 2009? Uh, no, Mobidia was launched uh, or founded in 2004, I believe. But in oh, wow. 2009, okay. mm-hmm. as, as, as we were testing the platform uh, in telco side, uh, I realized that there is a need for the now next generation of cloud. Therefore, mm-hmm. we call it hybrid edge cloud platform. And at that time, Mobidia was in the right place. Uh, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. They, had, they had already hired uh, a lot of executives. Actually, yeah. I had facilitated to hire that the solution was mature. The company was in maintenance mode of selling the same solution. So uh, we, I transitioned out and we started the company. Fantastic. As as founders probably should, you know, you get it to a certain point because it was about a hundred people, I believe. When I, because we, they were Mobidio is one of our first early clients, and that's why right. you know we we did we did some work with you. That's why when I heard the name, I'm like, that's 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 amazing. And of course, right. you know, they got sold to App Annie, which is a great great transaction. And and we're still working with App Annie actually from from you know uh, the connection of the early days, which 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 I love. Um, so you went then. Um, but, <laughs> Well, tell me, tell me about, about your experience with Vodafone then, because there was this kind of this period in between as well. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. you did some great stuff with Vodafone, please. Uh, absolutely. So um, so my customer at Mobilia was Vodafone. And mm-hmm. uh, at that time, uh, there was an established credibility that what we're doing is the right thing. And we're, we're kind of understand technology quite well. So when I started the project Disternet, let's just for the sake of that turn to mimic, uh, uh, put the proof of concept together and went back to Vodafone, uh, the Vodafone Germany CTO, Hartmut Kremling. And and I said, hey, uh, this is what I'm up for. I'm I'm up to. And at that time, the idea was to add intelligent software middleware 
into a gateway that is already exists. So I said that for customer premise, it can be set-top box. For enterprises, it can be a gateway. It can be a souped-up Wi-Fi gateway. Um, and and Hartford Kremlin really liked the idea, really liked the project. And 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 uh, this was now, I believe, 2010, uh, mm-hmm. that they introduced me to now our executive chairman, Sivash Alamuti, who was the Vodafone Group R&D director, and he had just joined from Intel. He was, he's known for uh, uh, the, he is the inventor of Alamuti code, which is in every Wi-Fi and cellular device that uh, that we're using today. And he was the cool. uh, Intel CTO for wireless and mobility. So he had joined as Vodafone Group R&D director and they introduced me to him. He really liked the idea and he said, this is brilliant because the word is about heterogeneous network, mm-hmm. heterogeneous device, heterogeneous communication. And as they wanted to start an incubator, uh, he said that they said that they like to sponsor our project, but they also asked me to join them and help them with setting up the incubator. Mm-hmm. So it became an interesting uh, situation. So, uh, and, and I knew uh, that I'm ahead of market with my idea. I mean, mm-hmm. that that's a curse I have. I, I think too far <laughs> out. You know, uh, unfortunately, it's what they teach you at Concordia, yeah. right? To always be ahead. But there you go. Probably, probably, probably. <laughs> uh, you know, um, and and so I decided to actually help Vodafone uh, while uh, I was incubating the idea. Uh, and and I was fortunate enough uh, to meet Siavash, to meet Michel Berger, who was the chief architect at Vodafone, and he was involved with the project. Few other people, Metin Barut, and all that, that now working with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I established and 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 you know. I always say I'm driven by curiosity, motivated by problem solving. When when Vodafone presented me the idea that hey, we need someone that can help a startup, so I'm I'm like, yeah, I always complain that why telcos are so slow. So this is my opportunity to fast track them to future and give a startups what I wish I had available to me but for the benefit of telco as well. So I joined them. I joined them. I I I established the brand Zone with an X, so yeah. X O N E, embracing the unknown, exploring the opportunity together with Siavash, because I, at that time I was also reporting to him, uh, and that became the global, uh, basically venture incubation and beta brand. So we we established in Silicon Valley, invested in fifty companies launched six consumer solution on their Vodafone Zone. So Vodafone Zone became the only second brand of Vodafone combined with something else uh, and uh, expanded globally to Italy, Spain, Germany, Egypt, uh, and the UK. Mm-hmm. So we kind of and we kind of created a mini Vodafone inside Vodafone. It was a very cool process. And mm. I had reporting to cross dotted line reporting to Vittorio Colau, the CTO group, uh, uh, CTO group, um, group commercial and the CEOs of countries. So it became a very, very agile, uh, evidence-based approach to decide whether a solution can scale globally across Vodafone network. Mm, mm-hmm. And that was the operating model. It, it, it was a, a very successful model. A lot of operators try to 
uh, try to follow that model. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at 2014, again, I stopped. I, I often say I like to set up a platform that can work without me. So everything <laughs> was in place from platform, from operating model, technology, uh, and solutions were delivered in the market. We launched the first e-commerce platform of the, of Vodafone that customers, the Vodafone Zone Beta brand customers would go and sign up and you know uh, get involved because it was also about customer engagement, getting feedback of customer in the solutions that uh, that Vodafone Beta brand is uh, engage, uh, is launching. So uh, and then in 2014, as as things evolved and get things set up was set up, uh, I decided to move on. But 2013, Siavash had left uh, Vodafone, so I seized the opportunity uh, to ask him to join uh, the company. And and at that time, we were shaping the company. We we were also realizing that we want to move from middleware to turn any device into a cloud server. So uh, I asked him to help me uh, with the company. He became the CEO. He accepted to become a CEO of the company. Uh, and Michelle left. Michelle Berger left. I asked him to help me. So so it was, that's when the company kind of moved from his first phase of research to productization and developing the product in a very quiet uh, uh, model with the existing group that were already working uh, with Mimic. So that's that's the story. It's, I know it's, it's, it's a lot of story. it's a lot of you know a lot of parallel words that are happening at the same time. But but it, but it shows that you took advantage of the relationships. And I mean, when I say take advantage, I I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean in a super positive way. You know, you create relationships, especially with such a great global brand that has a lot of trusted people within it. And then you extend and and, and continue that in into the next chapter, and the next chapter, and the next chapter, which which I think is such an important lesson. Um, and you know, it's it's so fascinating. And and I gotta say, so we again. This this is where our paths do this. You know, we we worked with you, um, you know, with the pre-mimic <laughs> brand. Um, and that is where I learned a lot in terms of management. Um, we 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 only we made an Android app for you, okay? Um, but in for Distranet, okay, in the mm-hmm. very early days. But that's where I got to meet your team and Afshin, okay? Mm-hmm. And I have never met a like we have amazing project managers, whatever you have. I have never met a more Zen human being in my life that is all about bringing everyone's stress down and just solving problems. And you have found a gold mine in that individual, I must say. So I really wanted to touch on Yoda. Um, how, how, how long have you been working with, with Yoda, Afshin? And how did you mm. find him, may I ask? <laughs> I uh, I have to say, uh, throughout my life experience and work experience across the world, uh, uh, and uh, somebody told me where people are, politics are. Uh, so I had to deal with a lot of uh, people politics, mm-hmm. and and this is this is so time consuming. But as I went through the journey. Uh, and that's one thing I'm very proud of. And sometimes I get the credit for it. Uh, that's one thing I get the credit for it <laughs> is the people that we have in Mimic, you know, mm-hmm. the, a super cool bunch of group, every individual at every level, uh, passionate with one common goal, marching toward one single goal 
hard worker, want to change the world, want to have a positive impact on the world. Their goal is problem solving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and as, as I went through my journey, people that they're no longer I'm working with, but people that maintained and we have stayed together and working together. Uh, I have some of my team members that I've been working with them for 20 years across different projects. Amazing. And that is one thing that I value. You know, I value people, 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 people. And we don't have a hero uh, mentality inside Nemec. We don't have God mentality. Sometimes I say one co- companies start with one so-called superstar. <laughs> Look at the people that we have on their Nemec roof. All overachiever, all brilliant mind, all humble, all collaborative, all passionate. That's the gold mine that we definitely have. Yes, and Sam Ormani, who... Uh, been with us from early on. She currently is our VP Business Development, and uh, she filled many roles over time, including acting uh, uh, CEO of uh, of uh, of Disternet uh, before it becomes the name Mimic. And uh, when I was actually running Vodafone Zone, so yes, we do have a very good uh, team that I'm very proud of. And 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 I think uh, it, it's it's something that we celebrate day in and day out, you know. As yeah. you should, as you should. Well, you know, if I, if, oh, sorry, no, no. go ahead. I said absolutely. Oh, but can can I actually give you my example of why I think Afshin is so mm-hmm. amazing? And um, I hope he's listening because honestly, <laughs> the guy I learned I I learned so much from him in just this one episode because we had. I mean, you guys were always under pressure to deliver okay. for, for like, you could feel it every time you talk and really professional, well-managed. And we had one contractor because we needed to get him in quickly. And he wasn't what I would consider our best quality candidate. I was very disappointed how it worked out in the sense of we needed to deliver. He phones me out of the blue when we knew we needed to deliver the next day. He goes, oh, by the way, I'm in Amsterdam. <laughs> and it was like, Pardon me? He goes, oh, I'm in Amsterdam. I might need today off. I'm visiting my daughter. She's here. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I remember just like putting down the phone and going, you need it. We needed to deliver today. And I phoned up Ashley, like instantly, just phoned him up and said, I I don't even know what to say. I don't even know how to start. And you could just, you know, explain the situation. He just took a deep breath. He goes, Chris, the world is full of problems. We'll just find a solution to this. Do not worry. We will figure it out. And I just wanted to work harder with him after he had that such positive, you know, way to deal with it when I knew he was under pressure. So, you know, having people that have that positive attitude make big changes in people's lives when they when they see that light and just want to go towards it as well. Absolutely. So I, I, that's why I wanted to touch on him specifically Absolutely. because yeah, yeah. It, incredible. It, it, incredible. it is important, you see partnership um, first of all definitely we have the culture of being solution oriented problem mm-hmm. you know that's what we exist that's what the engineers are about problem solving to begin with right but you have to always focus on solution and partnership has a deeper mm-hmm. root you know partnership in fact uh, there's a situation I have that I constantly remind the people that partnership, you, you prove the partnership when one of the partners are in trouble 
and you help that mm. them through that trouble journey. You help them through the difficulty that they're in. You know, that, that. that is what the partnership culture should be. Not that, hey, I don't care. Here is an invoice you have to pay. You know, the word, <laughs> as you said, the word is full of problems. We just have to be, have the understanding that as long as there is a relationship, as long as there is trust, as long as we agree to each other's product, uh, final outcome, and and we we we, mm-hmm. we work based on full transparency, uh, we respect mm-hmm. each other's situation, and we find the solution and move forward. And that is absolutely uh, an important elements uh, in the culture of mimic that rooted within every individual uh, and that's how we operate you know we operate based on uh, success and win-win situation for all parties we operate based on uh, transparency when we do a work for a customer we want to make sure that is a good solution. That is the right approach. That is the right architecture. We're not here to scheme mm-hmm. the customer. We're not here to say, okay, I just want to create more and more job for myself, which is similar mm-hmm. inside the company. A lot of company politics start from when people start defending their own territory versus mm-hmm. trying to solve a solution and move forward, right? Completely, completely. I think we have very, very sympathetic. We're in simpatico with a lot of those uh, philosophies, which is, you know, maybe why we have such intertwined related yeah. you know, history. Um, well, well, you know what? So I, I, I talked about Ashen. His nickname's Yoda. <laughs> he, and you know what? Since he grew the beard, the beard's a good look. I, I knew him pre-beard, and you know, with beard, it's a good look. I'll give him. He looks even more like a Jedi. So I, I, I think that think that is a good look. Um, but. If he is Yoda, you are the fixer on your website. Why the fixer? Please tell me. Well, I have two names. One is the troublemaker that I gave myself. <laughs> One is the fixer, right? So troublemaker mm-hmm. is because the joke is I always come up with ideas that now the team have to figure out how to solve it, to, to address it or come up with a solution for it. But the fixer, because I think over, over time and that maybe the life i lived uh, from childhood being in the you know, being raised in the turmoil situation in iran with revolution with war mm-hmm. with then being a refugee and then you know moving from one country to another country and then uh, trying to figure out life on my own i, I think i'm i i'm a great chaos organizer you know it's like it's like when the chaos happens i i I kind of go for it and i try to solve it and i try to organize it so that's the fixer come from because (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. we kind of say okay team calm down we can do this we can do that how about we do it this way collaboration so that's where the name come from I love it. I love it. I love it. I love the fact that it's, it's you know, you've got the, the, the fixer and the disruption. You know, we'll, 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 leave it, we'll leave it at that. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, when, one thing that has super impressed me, obviously, and I, I know it's a big announcement for you, is the, the board that you have. And, and you know, prior to this latest announcement, I, I got to say, your board's actually super impressive to begin with. I, I would even say world class, mm-hmm. um, which, is, which is, you know, an awesome thing to reflect on, in, especially in Vancouver. But tell me, how did you not convince Kathy Wood like how tell me the story about that relationship with with Kathy Wood because obviously she's I mean it's it's kind of like having Bill Gates sit on your board like how did you manage to do that so absolutely so number one uh, people that we have 
you know, anybody who looked at this mm-hmm. group of people uh, and they interact with this group of people, uh, they they get impressed. Uh, and then technology that we have, right? As and and it takes a smart people to recognize the smart people, right? So it takes visionaries mm-hmm. to recognize the vision. Uh, it takes uh, it, it takes disruptors to recognize what we're up for and what we're doing and what we're disrupting and and. We're, we're really powering up the hyper-connected world, you know, which is the next generation mm-hmm. of uh, a solution. This is about, uh, as I said, we're transitioning from mobile internet era to the hyper-connected world era, which means digital come to our physical life. We're not going to digital world. Digital intersect with our physical life. And that is by orders of magnitude larger than mobile internet. That is the time mm-hmm. to actually disrupt. That is the time for entrepreneurs to realize and stop following the app economy. Uh, you know, this is almost like we are at the at the beginning of the birth of mobile internet and internet uh, and internet mm-hmm. created by people who built foundational technology, built platform, built enabler, not app economy. The app economy became the razzle-dazzle and distraction at some <laughs> point. So uh, uh, Cathy, and, and, and as I said, look at Sivash Alamuti, the inventor of Alamuti code, mm-hmm. Ori Sassoon, uh, who was the first chairman of VMware. They, they saw disruption early stage. Alan Salmosi, who's the number, who was the number two guy at Qualcomm, um, and Kathy is 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 was in parallel world with us, right? He he also mm-hmm. talks about uh, democratizing investment. We're talking about democratizing and decentralizing cloud, right? Uh, he talks mm-hmm. and she talks about uh, sorry she she talks about uh, the five key trends that uh, smart mobility, AI, robotic, blockchain, and genome sequencing as the five key trends. And she talks about how the vertical sectors are going to be dissolved to horizontal systems, right? Uh, We're talking about, it's not about IoT, Internet of Things, it's about Internet of Systems because everything needs to communicate Mm -hmm. with everything. It's no longer about vertical app, it's about horizontal communications of system in order to drive to a decision. So as we met and as uh, as we start talking about what we do, what she does, and and when I saw one of her first video when I saw the video that she talks about this five key trend I said this is mimic this mimic enables that you know so then we interacted obviously it was a, a process of due diligence and all that and uh, we were match. We were another, uh, you know, match, and uh, uh, there are a lot of. Uh, uh, obviously, she's a visionary. She's an economist. Uh, you know, uh, her mm-hmm. vision about the future is exactly right, and very is exactly like our vision. Uh, and from the fi- financing side and from the future world, she recognized what Mimic has, and it was a pleasure to actually getting to know her. Uh, and also bringing her into Mimic. And again, as I said, we're all about our technology is about decentralization, decentralization, decentralization. Mm-hmm. Our culture is about people, 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 you know, and that's that's the mm-hmm. key thing for us. 
Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree more in, in, in her recognition of the future. We actually had a... Uh, uh, <laughs> And all hands on board, um, you know, meaning with our CEO. I'm not, I'm not actually the CEO of TTT. I'm, I'm the president. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have a CEO who's, a, who's, who's incredible. And we actually used Arc Ventures uh, guidelines as how to drive where we want to go in terms of our technology. So, again, I mean, you're, you're speaking the right thing because Kathy's, you know, fa- fan, you know, fantastic in terms of, you know, just her basic knowledge. I, I watched a video that she gave about um, um, the, uh, the, 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 um, the inflation going up. And it was a 30, this about two, two weeks ago. And I can't believe she can talk about so many different variables off the top of her head, you know, for 30 minutes. It's, it's, it's very impressive. I gotta say. So anyhow, I, I, I salute and congratulate you on, 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 you know, extending your great board. I I won't say having a great board because of her, I'll say extending a great board. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to talk about one other fellow who's on your board, because I have I have a lot of respect is is Jonathan Bond, who I actually met at one of the Vodafone Zone events in the early days of we had we had a product that was all about uh, sharing media on multiple platforms. So we were actually pitching um, at the at the event. Uh, this was down at. Um, oh, was it? I think it was at. Um, Oh, I can't remember. It's right by the airport. So in, in San Francisco. Um, but Jonathan, who we hit it off like that instantly. Great, great, great guy, I got to say. But what was quite funny is he showed me, he asked me, oh, you're mobile. What's your thoughts around this? And, uh, you know, but what he showed me was what we made for <laughs> for old Mimic, which was like, I know that very well. It was like one of those bullseye, hey, that just happened to be, you know, one in a million chance that I know that product very well because you just showed the exact code Jonathan you worked on. Bond is, uh, is a great uh, person and he's been mm-hmm. he's very knowledgeable in the, in the Asia oh, yeah. market. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's now our advisor and, uh, and, uh, and uh, he's an investor into Mimic himself and his group. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's, again, it's about uh, smart people, visionary people. I mean, mm-hmm. internet is started by people who want to disrupt and people who disrupted the status quo, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship is about, to some degree, uh, disrupting a status quo, right? Um, mm-hmm. And an investment is about investing in innovative ideas that they want to disrupt the status quo as well, right? To mm-hmm. some degree, again, uh, and, and then that's that's what I call about the tail end of app economy. Because mm-hmm. you have a group of investors that they just want to obviously they just want to repeat the same thing and repeat the same recipe of making omelet, and 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 mm-hmm. then selling it to another guy and the money uh, rotates right, but uh, but this is the time and the opportunity for new investors which we're seeing getting created even around mimic. A uh, lot of funds are now getting created around the hybrid edge cloud and Memec as the byproduct of all the partnership that they're building. Uh, and and these are who you see on our board and the relationships such as John Bond and also our boards who invested in Memec uh, and the new investments that are coming to Memec. These are, these are now 
I would say these are now the next generations of investors in in a startups for hyper-connected world. People that change, people that are addressing the physical world uh, problems, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's where the digital and physical intersect. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. this this is this is what's uh, coming down, and uh, yes, uh, these are the people that we have, and that's one of the reasons, by the way. One of the reasons when you look at the, how Mimic got created and and I personally had to do a lot of these type of a maneuvering and being somewhere else while helping Mimic or being inside Mimic and ha- asking people to help is because also who invest in us was very important for me. Who partnered with mm-hmm. us was very important for me. Who is my board member was very important for me. We knew that we're not in a quick app economy. You know, we knew that this requires patients' money. We knew that this requires mm-hmm. time to create the value test. Uh, uh, sometimes people are saying, hey, oh, oh, you take you 10 years to develop this. Yes, because if you're developing an app, yes, you're developing it with minimum viable feature. And I understand mm-hmm. that you develop it with two feature and mm-hmm. then you add new feature. But if you're developing the hybrid edge cloud platform that supports Android, iOS, Windows, Mac, Linux, QNX, Periartos, microcontroller, that they can applications can communicate with each other. You can go with a minimum viable feature. You know, you, ha- you mm-hmm. either have a hybrid cloud platform or you don't. You either have API for developers that they can consume and build their application or you don't. You already uh, have an answer for what happens if the network gets disconnected or you don't. So these are the things that we needed to do. And to do that, uh, I needed, we needed people who understand it takes time. It's a process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not just, hey. For sure playing the finger and now you have, I bought a million users that now using the, the application and now I exploit their data and now I sell their data and now I get revenue and screw the people type mm. mentality, yeah. you know? So that's that's why we have the people that we have in our board, with our uh, partner, with our team members. Uh, that's why we have who we have on our board. Uh, with our with oh, the Mimic umbrella company. Oh, it makes total. You know, the more the more I listen to your your philosophies around it, the more I I totally agree. In the sense of, you know, it's 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 like the medium is the message. Mm-hmm. So, like the the devices themselves is the real medium. The the the, the media itself is superfluous because it can live anywhere. And you know, I, I totally understand that. And when you talk about the app economy, you know, the the end of it, I I actually totally agree. And we we you know we as a company kind of got we're known for making apps. I mean, but I spend. 20% of my sales calls now talking people out of doing apps. And I always try to explain two things about apps, which are very difficult for, you know, for, uh, the young entrepreneurs always want to do app first, but I'm like, first off, they're very expensive to get people to download because you have to market them. And secondly, when was the last time that you download an app that wasn't a game? Mm-hmm. And everyone just goes, Oh, Oh, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a fact, you know, you've got the same core apps they're all kind of doing a lot of the same thing. Back in the day when apps just did one small thing, there was a lot of value in that. Mm-hmm. But now they're, you know, they got these big, large offerings that do a lot. And I, I, I can't agree with you more in the sense of the real future is just being the platform that that can just give 
give features that the user needs. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the app itself doesn't matter. It's the platform, it's the it's the edge uh, and the heart yeah. that you're creating. It's so the, I think that's super absolutely. cool. Absolutely. It's about intelligent solutions, right? And by, by the mm-hmm. way, we're a platform that enables development of those intelligent solutions. But it's about the intelligent solutions that interact. And we talk about, hey, today we have a smart home solution in our home. Is it really smart? You know, having mm-hmm. a camera that constantly uh, that's set to protect my intrusion to my home, but is streaming to cloud and people can see what's going on in my home. Is it smart? Having a smart mm-hmm. home that my solar panel cannot share data with my thermostat, is that a smart? Having a solution that, you know, exploits my data, the privacy of my home, is that a smart? So it, there is any, and that's what we talk about, the systems that mm-hmm. need to communicate and the systems that maintain my data privacy. You know, we, we, we mm-hmm. are very passionate about data privacy. We are very passionate about the data right to be the data right and data being treated as a financial asset for data producers, because they, they have to put an end into this data exploitation. And that's one thing that mm-hmm. we always talk about, develop responsibly. Hey, Mr. Developer, mm-hmm. that you're developing an app that is about exploiting people's data. Do you realize that is going to backfire your life? That is going to impact your son's life? That is going to impact your daughter's life? You know, pharmacy application that is about user come to a pharmacy and now I know their data and I promote uh, appeals to them while they are there with advertising. The advertisement model was the biggest Mm -hmm. flaw of mobile internet. (laughs) It was the biggest Mm -hmm. mistake we made in, in the data exploitation. And that's where the next opportunities are socially responsible application that have a fair business model and really provide intelligent services for users, for enterprises, uh, you know, for all the stakeholders. So the opportunity, again, the opportunity is massive. The market Mm -hmm. has opened up uh, for a lot of innovation, uh, for a lot of uh, uh, opportunity of creating uh, businesses uh, that by orders of magnitude, again, I want to emphasize that by orders of magnitude is bigger than the mobile internet era, right? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. where the smart entrepreneurs need to think through. And that's where developers need to think through. You know, uh, uh, in fact, we're, we're celebrating the fact that we're a bunch of geeks in Mimic. And I think being geek is good thing. You know, mm-hmm. versus being a razzle-dazzle, uh, you know, uh, pretending to be the cool developer and and just just <laughs> the attracted to a brand versus, hey, I'm here and I'm learning while I'm doing something, mm-hmm. which means that I'm adding to the wealth that I have in my brain. You know, mm-hmm. I used to call, I used to use a term that I called walking zombies, when when <laughs> when you just do the same thing every day, nine to mm-hmm. five, and slowly the brain power diminishes, and slowly the individual become the slave to their paycheck, and that's where people become, you know, dispensable. 
You know, the same way that uh, you leave to a company because someone pays you $10,000 more, the same way you get replaced because sometimes someone pays less. And <laughs> your job is now not about thinking and solving the problem. Your job was about adding a feature up, adding a feature down. So it's very mm -hmm. important to, to utilize this opportunity and build knowledge, build successful businesses, build technologies that impact our life positively. For sure. So, so what, you know, you, you, you totally interest me in the, in the, the path of, you know, we'll call it inventor, we'll call it fixer, uh, all these things. When did you know you'd be an entrepreneur? Like, when was that thought, that aha moment of, hey, I'm an entrepreneur, or I want to be an entrepreneur. Did you have like a very <laughs> hit by lightning time? No, no, I didn't. And I never thought through it. I never thought, hey, one day I want to be an entrepreneur. And I still don't know how I became an entrepreneur. <laughs> but I think you should say that um, when I started my first company, L3 Technology, and that was during the time, now I'm aging myself. Uh, I was working for the company MDSI, Mobile Dispatch Solution Incorporation in Richmond. Mm -hmm. Uh, and yep. the, the work, uh, the, the, the mobile workforce management application that was running on a laptop and they were looking at, let's move that to mobile. And mobile was an HP iPad devices with mm -hmm. a two slot CDPD jacket and GPS <laughs> as yep. a PCMCI uh, card. Mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. and I realized, and this is the time that uh, what what was it? Uh, G G GPRS was the network, mm -hmm. the fastest speed <laughs> network of the future, which was fast mm -hmm. by by its own uh, 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 merit. And then I thought that okay, developing an application from uh, from, and I I realized the challenges that the organization is going through to transition. And a laptop app to a mobile uh, app. Mm -hmm. uh, so I came up with the idea that hey, that that should be easy. We should be able to develop a bunch of modules that that now people like a SDK and give it to the mobile app developers <laughs> to start developing the focus on their business logic versus trying to, uh, every app needs messaging, every app needs extraction of GPS location information, every app needs processing a task. So I was thinking already about platform even, I mean, that 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 is a bug mm -hmm. I have. Uh, and, and it was my, my experience of moving from a laptop app to a mobile app that, again, I always, I think I'm always become the first user of, hey, this is a problem I have. This is a problem I'm sure everybody else has, which I was working at MDSI. And I knew that's a problem that they have. And I came up with the idea. And back then, it was through the e-commerce hot world of everybody were creating an e-commerce solution. Didn't know anything about how to create a company, but I just started it. It was another problem to solve, and we, we, we managed to solve. I managed to solve it. So that's how it started, and that's uh, how it continued. Again, I have the bug that when there is a problem, and it gives me the butterfly effect. That hey, I, I call it is like falling in love. Well, there's, there's something mm -hmm, there mm -hmm, tells mm -hmm. me you can solve this, so I go for it. <laughs> 
Do, do you know? Do you know what I love? I mean, first off, congratulations for having the confidence to do that because it, it takes confidence to say, "I want to found a company. I want to fall in love with this, and I don't want a paycheck right now. I want to like take that, live the life of, of an entrepreneur," which I think is is a very brave thing. But what what I'm really reflecting on when I hear all this, and I think why Mimic is successful through through your ideas and all this, is you are not thinking small at any point. You are thinking systemic. Like this is large thoughts, and I don't think you can come up with Mimic unless you're thinking large, because you're thinking, again, the medium is the message. You're thinking large networks and, you know, forget the the network layer only, or forget the application layer only, or forget the, we have to think holistically and solve the problems that way. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, having a, a, a Vodafone as a partner throughout that journey definitely helps you because they are the network in, you know, looking for, for, for all that. So I just wanted to reflect on that. I, 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 I really appreciate how large you think. And um, I think other people, I, you know, I challenge anyone who's listening to this, think large like Faye, because you can do great <laughs> things. I promise you, you can. That, that, is, that is a true statement, uh, Chris. I think holistic uh, and I mm-hmm. manage and, and I've been fortunate enough. Again, I want to make this very clear. I've been fortunate enough that through my life, have the team that we have in Mimic, you know, every mm-hmm. team member. Uh, uh, followed the vision. I mean, they 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 saw the vision. They saw how big that mm-hmm. is, and they had the courage to stick around and be at it. You know, iterate, be at it, learn, grow together. Uh, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, that that is uh, very true. Uh, I think systematic. I think big pictures. I think holistic. And I'm all. I always mm-hmm. want to change the world. That definitely comes uh, with teamwork. You you can't you can't change the world without teamwork. That's what I mean. For that sure. we don't have this story stalker culture in in mimic. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I will follow Mimic until you become the unicorns that you are and should be, and uh, you know, an anchor company, an anchor company in 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 Vancouver and globally. So, so thank you so much for your time today, for for sharing, for for letting me go through the path of realizing again how interlocked yeah. um, multiple entrepreneurs' journeys can be, and yeah. you know, best of luck with continuing that journey. Yeah, I, I just want to add one thing about the unicorn, and I appreciate what what you mean by that, but I often laugh. And mm-hmm. I say in the in the world of technology, if we believe in unicorn, which doesn't exist, we're doomed. So, <laughs> and, and and I strongly believe that that is actually one of the noise that we usually try to avoid of, of calling ourselves mm-hmm. a potential unicorn. We're here to build a sustainable business, and I think. Uh, uh, last year, as tough as it was for everybody, we proved that we built a business that is resilient because we didn't even have one uh, one layoff. And we actually achieved a lot Fantastic. last year from partnership with IBM, Amazon, customer new, customer acquisition. Obviously, the, the Cathy Wood uh, was an effort of uh, 20, 2020 <laughs> that we flourished in 2021. Uh, and we're here. And this this market is about ecosystem. So I also mm-hmm. want to acknowledge all our partners, customers, because we're building a, a, a sustainable ecosystem together. Uh, and that mm-hmm. is the opportunity. So obviously, we're here to build a sustainable business, a successful business, a successful ecosystem, a successful partnership that everybody win together. 
And then that Perfect. is uh, something that we definitely look forward to, to seeing it flourish more and more. Fantastic. Well, I, I look forward to continuing watching um, the journey and, you. Uh, you know, seeing where things go. Because keep just keep growing such a great team and keep doing the great things you're doing. And, uh, and congratulations. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you for having me in your program. I'm looking forward to working with you in other opportunities for sure. Love that. Thank <laughs> Love you. that. I, I think it's going to continue. So <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Ahoy, afternoon tea listeners. If you got this far, I assume you like this episode, and that is awesome. Thank you. In such a case, please rate and review Afternoon Tea Podcasts and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Afternoon Tea is a podcast focusing on the business of technology in Canada. We do have some great guests lined up for future episodes, but we'd love to hear your thoughts too. Please do let us know who you think should be on the show. You can do so by emailing me at podcast at ttt.studio. That is podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at ttt, that's three T's, dot studio, S-T-U-D-I-O. You will notice there is no dot com because we are that sophisticated. Furthermore, you can find us on social media at TTT underscore studios. I look forward to chatting with you soon.